hits in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Feel it. Get your pirate on. That's right, everybody. It is time for another Black Sails After Show. Tonight we're talking Season 3, Episode 2, XX. And before we dive into all the exciting pirate drama that we have... Double X. Double X. <laughs> real. Watch out, guys. Uh, before we dive into everything, make sure you guys are subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV, And you can also catch all of our after shows on iTunes and SoundCloud as well. And be sure when you're in there in iTunes to leave us a five-star review and if you guys leave us a review and write a nice little message to us we will read it here on air for you and yeah. do our best dramatic interpretation of it so go do that um <laughs> only i think it's nice though only if it's nice yeah we only read the good ones yeah. so we're not jimmy don't Kimmel be here. jerks huh? <laughs> we don't read mean tweets yeah, no, we're not doing that <laughs> i'm lauren salon and you can find me on twitter at lauren salon i'm sure it's right there and i'm joined by my lovely panel of ladies to my Ooh, left what? guys How's it going? Tell hello. everyone who you are and where hello, they can find hello. you. Hello, hello. So excited for tonight's episode. And I told you it was good. It was amazing. Incredible. Was okay, so quickly, you can find me all over social media at Nadine DP with the number three. Uh, and you, I'm Keaton Markey, back and happy to be here. Um, you guys can find me all over social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything, uh, at Keaton Markey. I keep it simple. It's probably below here as well, I think. Maybe. There we go. Yes. I don't have to go Thank you. Thank you in the booth. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. All right. So let's open it up with Flint and Co. Mm -hmm. So we get a real creepy flashback, or like not not a flashback, sorry, like a dream sequence yeah. vision nightmare for Flint opening yeah. up this episode. It was so It started, they bookended this episode. Chilling. Yes. Do you notice that? Yes. Like yes. with the dream sequence at the beginning and dream sequence mm -hmm. at the end. I love when they do that. I love it. And I mean the production of that, like the sound design and cinematography of that opening and closing scene was just incredible. You're just, it's so quiet, but so amazing you can't stop watching and then miranda's there saying something that we can't exactly figure out what she's saying yeah you guys in the chat if you uh we were lauren and i were trying to read her lips and we really couldn't figure out what she was saying so if you guys have any idea of what you think she was saying let us know what you think uh yeah i think I, at some point she was saying like come with help me come with me mm -hmm. something like that and then there's death in in these two i, I yeah i love the portrayal of death i think it's so like it's just beautiful it's haunting it's scary but it, it kind of it I, I want like it's so it's intriguing mm -hmm. and you know I wonder if death is like calling to Flint that's what it seems like this yeah. is supposed to represent but did you guys also realize that death looked like the same death that was in the mock play uh, in uh, oh. of Eleanor's trial, it looked very like similar. Yeah, yeah. two and two together. There, I didn't notice it until the second time I watched the episode. Oh wow! Um, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. I get this. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if I, I don't know, and I, but I think, I, I don't think they'll kill Flint off. But I'll say again, I think Eleanor might be. 
be done at the end of the season. Get out. Yeah, I, I mean, think I, she's gonna get. You think she's gonna go? She's gonna, hopefully, she doesn't show up in the dream. Just a big metaphor: the death of um, James McGraw. Yeah, something. I but know. I think this whole dream sequence it just shows where his mental state is at. Like we were talking about that a little last episode that he's not even capable of like true love right now or anything because he's having these dreams. This is why you see his face is just completely pale too. Mm-hmm. He's walking around this dream sequence just in a fog in a daze because mm-hmm. of her and so dead set on doing his, what he's gonna do and making everyone come along oh, with yeah. it which we saw in in the big let's go into the eye of this storm like death be you know yeah, like, throw caution to the wind seriously yeah, cares about life can I ask you guys about the storm so like yeah. obviously because we're on his, his crew right now there was a there were a lot of men lost uh during the storm and obviously Flint did what he thought was his only option basically mm-hmm. to uh, get through you know get away from uh, Hornigold mm-hmm. and his crew um, do you think it was worth it because now we also know where they are at should they have taken the pardons like uh, John Silver uh, said see I don't know I don't yeah. I I don't think that that was the only option. Obviously, like because what what Silver and Billy talk about, where they're like, uh, we're pirates, we would just take those pardons and then like keep fighting. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So no, I think it was all because Flint is like so stubborn, mm-hmm. and that I think is completely going to bite him in the butt about this. You know, but I don't know. I think we're in for some like cool stuff going on. Not maybe not cool in a good way, but intense stuff going on with them being stranded. Oh yeah, you know, with in the drama. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think the great part that I loved about this episode as well is you really see like the water scenes. The water scenes are so oh. heightened too, with them being pirates and being cruising all over the world all the time. You never really see what Mother Nature really has done to them or affected them. You more see like human to human context. So now you're really seeing Mother Nature to human Yeah, pirate right. versus Mother What's Nature. Right. Yeah, we haven't you really know? had pirate Any, versus Mother Nature no, you haven't really before. Seen that. I don't think. And again, shout out to the to the visual effects crew because. That storm, I remember when they were when they were working on it in post, and my roommate would come home every day mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh my gosh, the storm! Oh crazy. my gosh, the storm!" And how cool the storm looked, and everybody in the office, and, and like the layers of the storm, and how they, you know, they built it up mm-hmm. through visual effects before it got to its final thing. And I think oh, the final yeah. final product is amazing, and you, it's hard it. to believe that's all that's all fake. Right? Yeah, it's right. incredible. So well done. And I love how, you know, Flint in, in this whole sequence with the storm is such like a, a dick for doing that to his guys pretty much. But oh, yeah. then also such a badass at the same time too, like staying up top, like holding on to the to the wheel, like not even yeah. like flinching yeah. through the storm like at like a good captain would do. Well, no, but this this is what I'm kind of I, I, you said like a good captain would do. And yes, I think Flint to a certain extent well, is a good captain, but he kind of give no, gives no shits right now about right, his right. life. Good, and yeah, because he does that, he puts his crew at so much risk. And does that I don't think that makes you no, a good no, captain. Poor like choice of words on my part. Like a <laughs> you like a like a tragic pirate. A tragic pirate. <laughs> is a better Lost way to say soul. It. Yeah. Doesn't care about death. Yeah, well, yeah. and you mentioned, like, he's so stubborn. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of his fatal flaw, I think. Like, he is so, so stubborn. And, I mean, Eleanor said it earlier. Like, he's he can be reasoned with, but it right. takes a while, and it takes... I almost think it takes a woman to yeah, reason someone with Someone that Lent. knows him and knows how to get to mm-hmm. his heart. I've never a seen sense. a man yeah. really reason with him. That's a great... If you look, yeah, think about think it. Back. Correlation, yeah. I don't know. I think he listened... Last season, we saw him listening a little bit to Silver, because Silver was like, I've got the crew. Like, let me... You know, and he mm-hmm. saw... 
And not necessarily through reason. I think he saw through action and through the men listening to Silver mm-hmm. is what he saw and why he kind of started to believe what Silver was saying. But, but, yeah. but I agree. When it just comes to reasoning, yeah. Eleanor, Miranda. Mm-hmm. Well, because I think male to male or pirate to pirate, he just figures anyone that disagrees with him, he's just going to cut and kill, you know, and use sword fighting to deal with it. And with women, he's not going to really do that so but much. But he can't kill girls. Silver because, or, I mean, he tried to kill Billy. That didn't really yeah, work right? out for him. So. Um, but, yeah, he can't kill Silver So because Silver is his, is his needs, connection to the men. He needs Silver. Yeah. yeah. Which is so, so crazy. It's going to be so interesting, I think, to see now what happens because... You know, at at the end, we see that they are in the middle of nowhere, potentially like in the Bermuda Triangle, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they have barely any water, barely any food. They've lost a ton of guys. And we already know that Billy Bones and Silver think that this was a mistake to mm-hmm. move forward with going into the storm. So it'll be interesting to see where allegiances fall yeah. and how the kind of power plays out. Yeah, they said they only have a week left worth of food and mm-hmm. supplies, and it's going to take at least three weeks to get to yeah, like, the shore. So it's like, so what's going to happen? Is someone going to come rescue them? Or I don't know. I think another big storm may come. We'll see. Yeah. I'm I don't doing know. early predictions, guys. I, I, I think, know. You know. I feel like I feel like they went all in on this storm, guys. I don't yeah. know if we're going to get another one. Like, yeah. I don't you know don't understand how long and expensive those visual effects no, are. I think I think they they, they kind of really run down the budget on that. One. I think we're, we might get two big battle scenes the rest of the season, but I don't think That's the storm's going to be difficult yeah. <laughs> budget wise. No more water. No um, more water. No more water at all. Pirates are just going to be on the land. Speaking of too much water, transition to the sad point with silver. Oh, goodness. And Muldoon. That, mm-hmm. that's, I know, Keaton. I, yeah, so I literally, sad. the second time we watched Boy. it, I fast-forwarded through it because it I, so, I just, it just it makes me so, so sad. It was so sad and so well done just from an acting standpoint because, again, we see, you know, we talked about this last time how Silver's transition to, you know, he used to be all out for himself. And he still is, but he actually does care about his crew now, mm-hmm. you know? And we see that with him really just desperately trying to help Muldoon, who's stuck under there and drowning and he was so defeated at the end of it. It was just so sad. And you just see he's just standing there staring. Mm-hmm. Well, because... Standing there staring at him with the helpless. I think it's the biggest word. He's just helpless. He literally couldn't do anything. Well, and I think it was a huge reality check for him, too, of, like, he's not a whole... He, he's not... Doesn't feel whole, and he can't do all the same things he used to do. And I think this was kind of a very rude awakening for him because he wasn't able to save a friend of his because mm-hmm. he didn't have the strength because mm-hmm. he only had one leg. So I think it kind of it's going to wake him up a little bit. It's going to harden him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going he's going to carry this with him. And I think this is going to be a huge kind of thing. He's he's that's going to you know I, I think he's just going to carry this and it's going to make us him really down and. Yeah. I don't know. It's so sad. And like you were saying last week, how he's transitioning out of that kind of comic relief role into this very serious kind of, you know, tortured and like guy with with some, you know, some some wounds now, Mm -hmm. like emotional wounds for Mm -hmm. sure. And obviously physical ones, too, but more the emotional ones. And I completely agree that we're seeing that transition. And I don't know if we'll see the like quirky, silly side of him much more or that won't be for a while. It makes me want to go back and read uh, Treasure Island and see what that. like what he's going towards, like mm-hmm. the type of character he's going towards. I haven't read Treasure Island in forever. I used to watch Tre- Muppet Treasure Island all the time. It was like my favorite <laughs> same, movie same, growing up. Um, but <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I'm sure they take a lot of liberties. But yeah. I, I'm very curious to see, you know, because he is a character in that, and this is supposed to be a prequel, where they're bringing him in. Because mm-hmm. um, I every time like a real, like a new real 
character comes in, I go and like look up the the history. Right, like right. today, I was looking up the Woods Rogers history, so I can't mm-hmm. wait till we start talking about him. Because yeah, you have it all. I will. I know, like you know because I feel like especially with some deaths and stuff, they're not going to mess around too much with that. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, interestingly about history, real quick, like yeah. throw this in there that. Apparently, Horningold was who obviously we know was the one offering them all the pardons and that they turned down. Horningold apparently <clears throat> was a pirate who always had the idea of taking pardons and then, like, to, hey, sure, we'll take those pardons and then continuing to like <laughs> whoop whoever just gave them the pardons. So, That's his whole idea kind of ironic little that is twist very ironic there, that, that they did that. Well, another know. thing about talking about Horningold, you know, we also found out this, uh, this episode that. It was Hornigold who teamed up with Eleanor to get Blackbeard out. Right. That was great Which, backstory. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for so uh, back to Hornigold a little bit. I never really thought he was that impressive of a pirate. He's kind of like a rat. Yeah. yeah. He's I, just there. Well, and no, so, he's devious. Yeah. Right. And so this the these first two episodes of season three, I feel like he's got more kind of bravado or there's more of a reputation there than I ever thought mm-hmm. he carried with him. Mm-hmm. Which is I, I don't know if I just wasn't paying enough attention <laughs> or something, but I'm like, oh I guess he's like tougher than I thought he was. Well, I agree with that. I think accomplished this, more than I thought. Yeah, well, he's also a little bit older, too. So you're not right. seeing him out in the... Like in his prime. Yeah, in his prime, <laughs> fighting with all his muscles. He's not vain, okay, well, guys? And, he's not vain. And so. this is the other thing. As pirates gets old, get older, they have to find new tactics when they start losing their strength. Yeah, right. You know, and so he has to start using his mind and his knowledge of all of his years at sea be, and put stronger men, align either with stronger mm-hmm. men or put stronger men in front of him or get people who are stronger with them out because he doesn't have that physical strength anymore. He just has a reputation right. he needs so to uphold. So Rackham is all set then for another 60 we'll years. Rackham has it all down. We'll see. I, I don't know. Let's get, let's I'm getting nervous later. about Rackham. But and, I, and before we move on from Flint and his crew and Silver and stuff, I think just Luke Arnold's performance, obviously, in this episode was incredible. He just... Insane. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. It was so well done. And just everything, like the final look on his face just looking so defeated that he couldn't save that you know his friend mm-hmm. oh it's just you know did yeah. more in that than like him having a whole speech or monologue about it oh of course and i just think too in that in that whole scene that whole death scene there the fact that they prefaced it with muldoon saying that we'll always have your back like we'll help you we'll be here for you no matter what type deal and then silver just couldn't be there for him yeah. couldn't help him i think that's really going to scar him more than anything and that's mm-hmm. going to be the type of baggage that's really going to you know kill him and shape him yeah i know oh, i'm so know. sorry i'm really so sorry you know tough. i love silver because i love his he's fun he's loving not you know anymore. i want to be on his crew not but anymore. no not a flint not a flint is the one yeah i don't know flint's getting but sketchy I think, but i think also i think this his emotional hardening like being more hard and not really having a soul anymore not being that fun guy is what's going to make him go against flint maybe it's i don't think tension. him not i don't think he's going to lose his soul i just think that may he, have been the wrong because it, yeah because this is the thing about silver silver he genuinely i think care like he a lot of times cares more about his crew than mm-hmm. Flint does. Flint, course, I think, is yeah. always thinking about himself, number one. And this is a huge change of what Silver used to be like, where Silver was all about him. He didn't care, you know, if the person next to him got mm-hmm. through. But you started to see this change in him when it came to Randall. Um, do you right, guys remember right. Randall? Mm-hmm. Uh, he and he started building that relationship with Randall, yeah. and that's when he started. you started seeing, oh, wait, John Silver, you know, he's not just out for himself. Mm-hmm. He does kind of... He, he's, he's kind, and he has empathy for people, and I don't think Flint has empathy for anybody. No. No, I agree. And some people in the chat, so Mary and then 
um, Allie saying that, so Mary's saying it's the beginning of Silver's darker side, mm -hmm. you know, which I definitely yeah. agree. We're seeing that transition. And then Allie saying that this is what's going to start to turn Silver against Flint also. Yeah, that's what, I was, that. that's what I was trying to get at yeah. with that. It's going to give him that strength or that courage sort of to be yeah. able to go against that him. spark. Yeah, that hardness sort of. All right, let's talk about Eleanor and Woods Rogers. Uh -oh. That name is such a mouthful. Woods. All right, so. I love that name, Woods. Right? It's great, Woods. <laughs> it's very, very, like, fancy. Yeah, right? Um, so Eleanor, you know, it opens up with that scene with Eleanor, and she's getting dressed and stuff. And um, this scene, kind of the initial conversation between Rogers and Eleanor, I felt like he was almost trying to impress her, like, I've done all these things, and I'm... You know, you should you should be teaming up with me and helping me out because I, you know, I've accomplished yeah. all this all this stuff. Bow and, down to me, not the pirates. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and it's very much I think throughout the whole episode, the two of them leveling each other up. You know, because they're not on each other's side because they want to be. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the best option for Eleanor. Yeah. And it's, he needs her. Needs her mm -hmm. to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. So they're just like, all right, you're going to, and he even says this, you're going to basically be around as long as you're helpful. Mm -hmm. And then when you're not, I'm sending you on that ship and peace out, yeah. chick, you know? Well, it's it's such a fun kind of power struggle between them. And Woods Rogers, I mean, if you look at him in history, he's he's a person who, who accomplished a lot. Mm -hmm. He also had a lot of... Um, Hardships when it came to financial things, but I think this is pre all yeah. of his hardships. Okay. So he's kind of he was kind of a celebrity in England a little right. bit, and yeah, we so, see that at the end. You know, his other I don't I don't remember his name, but he was like, oh, I read your memoir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, he's, he's yeah. a celebrity, so he is not used to um, not only like anybody talking back to him, let alone a woman talking mm -hmm. back Asking to him. Asking a woman for and, help. Yeah, and right. he's so he's asking her for help. Like I feel like he's he's trying he wants to impress her and she like doesn't give a crap because she obviously grew up with pirates. And then I think he's a little like impressed with her. Mm -hmm. I think initially when she's like seventeen and he's like going through and he's like, Oh my like like you can see it on his face and he's like, Holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. And she kind of like she she kind of like says, you can't kill me. You can't send me back on that ship because you need me. Mm -hmm. You don't know this and you don't know that and mm -hmm. you don't know this and you don't know that. And I just told you all that, but you can't remember any of that. Mm -hmm. So you better not piss me off because I have an like I have one up on you. Right. And I I really I know we said last week how I well I said that I really don't like Eleanor. Um, but I really liked her in this episode, and I hope that it's going to continue in a way that's not... Because the things I don't like about Eleanor are that, are that she is tends to be very impulsive and, like... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Impulsive and just acts way too rashly, you know? And it doesn't always seem thought out. And, and I feel like with this, she's being a little bit more calculating, and I hope it continues in that vein, and she is more thoughtful with her actions and what she's doing. Obviously, she's got her back against the wall. Like, this is, you know, she's doing this to survive completely. Yeah. But I think it's setting up for some really interesting kind of, you know, strategic, like, power moves on Eleanor's part. Yeah, it makes me wonder, though, if she's doing it sort of as what the pirates are saying, like, let's take the pardons and then just forget about it later. Yeah, is or she if gonna... she's saying right now, yeah, I'm going to help you, I'm going to tell you all this stuff, and then as soon as she gets there... 
what is she going to do? But I think also she thinks the land is going to be different than what she's coming back to. Nassau has changed since she's left as well. Blackbeard's there. I mean, there's a lot. Well, of she doesn't know that she. That's what and I'm she saying. And she goes out. there. Yeah. She may go I mean, in thinking that she can just very, take over again, sort of. And very interesting. Now when she when comes back, yeah. I loved learning about that backstory. You know, oh, yeah. we're seeing more about Vane's situation and mm-hmm. how that all happened mm-hmm. and that relationship between Vane and Blackbeard and that Eleanor was responsible for kicking. Blackbeard out, which I respect her so much more. I was like, oh, Eleanor, maybe I underestimated you after all. Because this whole time we thought she just basically, her father gave her this whole enterprise. That's what we've been led to believe, that she didn't really do much for it. And now we found out that, yeah, she sort of, she made her own way up to there. I mean, she didn't do any fighting, but she was a little sneaky. Yeah. And made it all happen. So she's the the She's a smart girl, and she's grown up in a man's world. Exactly. And she's she's very good at navigating in a man's world even mm-hmm. though and but it's when she she fails is when she's a little too impulsive and right. she, you know she but again she's she learns from her mistakes mm-hmm. which a lot of these men in the show don't learn from their mistakes no. <laughs> um but i'm going to be interested to see if they start you know cuz there's there's a, there's chemistry between these two and it's it's kind of like this. We I think there's a little chemistry, yeah. and I think Woods Rogers is going to try to start charming her so he can get more control because now he realized, oh, you use your sexuality yeah. well, he's to control men. Yeah, so maybe now. he's going to try to flip it on her. Play her own game. I, at it her. makes sense, and he seems like he's trying to. Yeah. You know, I don't. He's not obviously being super nice to her, but he's again he's probably like I can get this woman to sleep with me if she slept with a pirate type mm-hmm. of thing um, I'm also <laughs> wondering how he got the scar on his face yes that kept I yeah how did he get the scar because that's very interesting because I think in last last week's premiere episode he looked so clean cut and like fancy pants mister you know and and seeing those scars throughout the episode this week was very interesting you know from a makeup standpoint I think they did a really good job um, with all of that but we know there's so much more story there. It's a history. Yeah. There's some there's history. There's a lot going on there. And even with um, the guy at the end who's talking to him, and he's like, you know, the scars are left out of the story of his memoir and all the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the reputation that mm-hmm. Woods has. And so that will be very interesting to hear how he got those scars and if it was doing something heroic or shady. Mm-hmm. Well, what's really cool is that the whole kind of fight with Vane did actually happen in real life. Really? So if you are very curious or like want to maybe get some type of spoilers, look up uh, Woods Rogers' story. And uh, there's a lot of stuff um, about his relationship and his kind of fight against Vane. Uh, I would love to see that. I, I don't want to spoil anything, yeah. but I, I just read it today, and it was just very interesting, and it also made me feel better about some things. Hey, you don't so, know. Were you guys surprised to find out about the Eleanor Blackbeard Situation and the Blackbeard Bane protege, that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely thought Blackbeard was coming on to possibly kill Vane. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of last episode, I didn't think he was coming there to be buddy buddy to hug him. Know. I yeah. was like, oh, I thought he was about hug. to stab him through. Well, I know, and I was, we all thought that. Well, yeah. Vane even I think wasn't sure what was going to happen. Grab that knife for that sword so fast, so right. quick. He, he did not know. I would like to thank the creators and writers of Black Sails oh. for giving us a shirtless Vane this season, this episode. Oh, um, so we I. always appreciate a shirt. Shirtless so pirate in every Beautiful. episode, um, especially a shirtless vein. So mm-hmm. thank you. She's yes. all thank tense. He's this is a pub- this has been a public service <laughs> announcement from the uh, After Buzz TV host of Black <laughs> Sales <laughs> After Show. Oh, right. oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. All right. Any more about Eleanor and Rogers and them? I think. I mean, 
at the end, well, actually. The end, yeah. At the, let me answer my own question. Yeah, they, at the end there, Horningold and Dufresne come aboard, and we find out that, oh, Woods Rogers was the one who orchestrated the whole that. pardon mm-hmm. situation, which is what um, Silver and Billy Bones were talking about last week. Like, mm-hmm. someone else, someone bigger is behind this. How would they, how would he have that pull? Yeah. And speaking of real life pardon. history, Hornigold was also involved in, like, that, that really, not exactly obviously as it happened on the show, but Hornigold, def, the real Hornigold knew the real uh, Woods Rogers, and That's they crazy. did work together and against each other. So, so I love this show yes. so much. It's because it is real as much as it's fantasy. This stuff oh, happened. real stuff. I, this stuff it's happened. So great. Ugh. Great, but oh. yeah, but, and then at the end though, with the the flag, then they, he says that Flint's yeah. dead. Flint is dead. So right? that's a that's a big thing to say though. That the, one of the scariest or most scary uh, captains of Nassau is dead. Well, and so this is this is twice in one episode that somebody has been like, no, I assure you, they're dead. Yeah, with exactly. Gold to um, to Woods Rogers about Flint, and then later we'll talk about it with Vane telling Blackbeard, Eleanor, oh no, she's dead. For, she's for sure dead. Yeah, sort of thing. So. Well, and what's going to be very interesting yeah, is to yeah. see Eleanor's reaction to hearing that Flint is dead. Because yeah. we didn't see her reaction. Oh, I'm yeah. sure she's going to find she out on the ship. Him. Yeah, I, yeah. She's, he's somebody who, you know, they, they've, they've done each other wrong, but they've always gotten through it, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but they've they reasoned worked, with yeah, each other. They, they've yeah. worked well together, and she she knows that he's somebody she can have on her side, mm-hmm. um, for the most part. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. What's going to make it interesting is whether or not now she, she knows that Flint's dead, whether or not she's going to have to actually stick with Woods or not. You know, because this now is her, a good point. Like now, her ally, that her one big ally in Nassau, he's he's dead. So I, what is she supposed to do now? I know? do wonder if Eleanor is playing some type of chess game she and is, like is playing, you know, like playing Woods Rogers until she gets to Nassau and then is going to kind of rally her pirate troops yeah. uh, to beat him and like figure out as much about him because like what I want her to do I want her to figure out a ton about him figure out what his weaknesses are and so like if she does go to rally the pirate troops she can use all of that information um, against him right. even though she's sharing information with him and I hope she does have some intricate schemey plan going on because for my own sake it'll make me like her character a lot more <laughs> i hope so but I love her. I, it would just add so much good drama to mm-hmm. it i think too. well and i think you know in the end i think it might lead to her death i think you know she's gonna side <laughs> with the pirates yeah, and like i think it's gonna she, she's gonna side with the par- pirates it's gonna well, end up killing her in the end but i think i think she might die in Bane's not, arms not i don't get, know i'm just throwing that out there not to get into predictions but yeah. that would be a very good parallel to having already seen her getting you know, potentially going to be executed and everyone being very excited about it and then having a parallel later where she's actually going to die and everyone's really upset about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. would be very good. I think this would be good. Writers uh, of Black right Sails, if you ever want us to come into the writing writer's room we're with here. you, we are Story here by, for you. Story by um, Lawrence Long. <laughs> um, okay, so should we talk about Max, Anne, and Jack? I that think little so. crew. We should. Okay, so that love triangle. Oh, that love goodness. triangle and that poor business management. Uh, I don't know. Very so, poor business. So Mr. Featherstrom is about to give more money to this pirate who lost five hundred. Yeah, five hundred pieces. A whole sack. Yeah, oh, just lost it. And and Jack is pretty much so dumbfounded by this, he can't even can't even believe it. And then he ends up giving the guy more money, which Jack finds out later from Adele, mm-hmm. I believe that's her name, from Adele, who's like, oh yeah, your boy just paid with this from his new sack of money. Mm-hmm. And and so Jack has no control over what's happening right now, which is 
so clear. Yeah, and I think they're also paying them and not really giving up a fight because they want them on their side. If anything right. happens, they want these guys on their side, and so they're like, okay, we'll give you. We have paying so them much for money. Nothing. We just have so about. much money because there's. I think they're all just so scared that something is going to happen. You know. Mm-hmm. So. And and Max has a pretty good idea that later Rackham kind of goes along with about trading the money. You know getting the money out of the fort because right now with it in there they you know it's they're screwed protected. if someone goes there yeah. exactly and so either parsing it up and trading it for some sort of commodities that they can trade easily and carry with them easily so they're not like lugging, lugging around all, all these sacks of gold yeah. um and so at the end i think you know jack is in a in a spot where he's like okay i am I am in a weak position here. I see it. Yeah, you guys don't need to point it out to me anymore. Okay, we'll we'll do this. Let's hide the gold. Yeah. Well, the the main reason Max does get him in the end and get him to realize is like, dude, forget about your future and forget about my future. I'm not trying to to take away your future. My, my concern, and the only thing me and you have in common, is that mm-hmm. we both love Anne. Mm-hmm. So if there's anybody's future you should be concerned with and want to protect, it would be Anne's future. Right. So, and this is why I think Anne's going to die at the end of this season. I, oh, wow. Yeah. That, I, I could Look possibly at all this. see that Killing happening. Killing off all the ladies. See, Keaton. I actually liked Max this episode. I know I was very harsh on her in the past. Yeah, you were. Oh, why'd you hate Max? I, I, I mean, I still love her, but I liked her more yeah. this episode. For, for some reason, I don't like when Max gets all emotional. See, I love Anne that. For some reason. Maybe I, I like that. You know, this is why I don't quite believe it. Yeah. I believe I think her and Eleanor's kind of love for each other, but I think it's a very different type of love. Um, I don't want to say sisterly because they've liked, they've done things, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's, they, they really, really care, like, care like friendship wise and they've hooked up a couple times i don't know but i feel like well, and they're on similar levels yeah I feel like with the power stuff and not that Anne isn't a like awesome because she is like you know when she needs to fight she's gonna kill mm-hmm. some pirates i hope we get a good scene I, of Anne bonnie kicking some butt yeah. this season i think that if but, it was fake that max would have already ended it by now no, no i don't i'm not like, saying it's fake what i'm saying is it's a completely di- it's not the type of love that like rackham like it's it, it, no it's actually the, it's, it's the same it's, type of love rackham like rackham like, loves Anne. it's like a friendship like a right like they yes they've hooked up but they are just they care about each other as friends so much and, and like that's what keeps them and connected. also that Anne's like they're this little like broken thing that they have to take care of she's like a little toy like, i don't know if she's broken no, she's no, a but little. that's like almost how they view it like she's she needs but she i needs think she's a to little, look after her I think she's a little like even with as well. even with max saying oh well this is about ann's future you yeah. know yeah. well i i think max's relationship was with eleanor was more of a romantic relationship versus like this just like tight tight friendship that right. just like well i think because this i don't think that it started off as genuine on Max's end, uh, I think Anne was just confused, but I think now it's become more genuine, in right. my opinion. I think it's started to grow more. But also, Eleanor and Max had a long time together. There was a long hit, like, who knows how long they were actually seeing each other for, you know? So, that love uh-huh. was that deeper. Love, that love, that, that love. That love was deeper. But now it seems like they're putting plans in motion to actually start doing what's right with this gold so that they can protect NASA and protect Anne. Yeah, put so, a few in your pocket. Remember... All the little nooks and crannies that you're hiding that gold in, pretty Seriously. much. Well, Go because that's that's gonna gonna be a mess. Mess. the British are literally coming, so we yeah, need to oh figure yeah, this out. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so let's let's talk about Blackbeard and Bane because yeah. they are that this dynamic is like one of my favorite, or just the Blackbeard situation. I think Blackbeard is my new favorite. Or just shirtless Bane is also and shirtless a Bane great thing. Yeah, Banebeard was a highlight for for us this week. Um, so we kind of open on Bane 
chopping rocks, like, you know, breaking up stones and stuff with all the slaves, which yeah. is a powerful image because yeah. we already knew he was against the whole slave acquisition situation and because he was sweaty a slave. and shirtless. Right. So it just puts it right back there that he's like, this is wrong to, for us to yeah. have slaves. Like I need to, I should be helping out. But then it's also a very interesting parallel that Mr. Scott comes in to the situation. He's like, okay, maybe you shouldn't be doing this because mm-hmm. I think it's a little confusing to the slaves. Yeah. You know, that was a powerful moment right yeah. there. The fact that one of or a slave, technically, I mean, he's yeah, not really formerly, a, yeah, is right? one telling him what to do. Right. You know? Well, so. and it's it's also an interesting because you know he was a former slave. Yeah. They're both former slaves, right. but it's like one is in a much higher position of power, and and again, it's like. I think, um, oh my, Mr. Scott understands the mentality of the of the slaves that they have there so much more more than right. Vane does. So even though they've both been slaves, I think it that was a very cool like interaction. Mm-hmm. I think, and it also like kind of a new way also to look at kind of slavery too. Of hey, like this is this can get confusing. Like if this is what you're you're trying to put out there and trying mm-hmm. to have these men work yeah. and we need clearer we're roles. supposed yeah. to be yeah. afraid of you and do your work you can't help or, us or with even the work, not you know? afraid not but afraid. like respect him you know being like a respected leader that they want to follow and then now they're like okay what's this but I, yeah i think they can, he can still be a respected leader that they want to follow i just think it's like i, I don't know i think if, if they see Vane working why aren't the other guys working that's right. what i think is the confusing right. part yeah well and with with that causing confusion then the other guys aren't the slaves aren't actually working because they're like they're what, what's the happening right now and so it like mr scott says it creates unnecessary confusion and you know delays and things it's just mm-hmm. like let's we can do this another way i get i see where your heart is man yeah, but let's but let's divert that energy somewhere else go Close. break a mirror because you're upset now <laughs> and that's what he does <laughs> i hope though that like when you know who knows when all, if this is ever gonna all be said and done but it'd be nice if at the end of all this, Vane is able to set them all free, mm-hmm. give them all the money mm-hmm. that they are due for building this fort, and take it away from the stupid pirates that are too lazy to freaking work yeah. because they just are caught up in Getting the fact drunk. that they all have money, have money and like stuff. Like a, a yeah. Khaleesi type of leadership. I do want a Khaleesi. Thrones. I love like, you know, some they, Khaleesi. They, they love him, so they follow him and listen to him sort of thing. Khaleesi and Vane should get together. Oh, oh that my would God. Be Power a... couple! Oh. That would be super Holy hot. Holy crap. I know. Like, I can't even... Mind is blown yeah, right now. Can't. That that's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right. So we learned through Eleanor and Rogers that Blackbeard was Vane's mentor, and he is just so incredibly commanding in mm-hmm. every scene, walking around, and oh, it just—he's a bam. He's so cool. He's a yeah, bam. and he's like—he's really cool. like you know, I'm not into like older men with like creepy beards and sweaty faces. <laughs> no, you're and not stuff. normally like, into that. Not normally into that, <laughs> but like there is something about Blackbeard. There is something. I'm like, no wonder you had nine wives, buddy. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I am like all about Blackbeard. I I can tell. I have a big fat crush on him. Blackbeard hey, or Ray Vane? Mm. Blackbeard or Vane? If you had to choose. Oh Vane. Ooh. Oh. You can I, have. I'm the way bang. you were describing his beard. I, I, I might be into Blackbeard wow. a little more. I don't know. Well, you have to see him shirtless too. <laughs> now yeah. we know where Vane we'll got it from. He <laughs> right. got it from his protege, daddy. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Not protege, mentor. mentor. He got mentor. it from his mentor. Yeah. And so, so that scene with um, Blackbeard, you know, stabbing the knife, the sword through oh, yeah. the curtain and stuff. We weren't. Nobody was really sure mm-hmm. how that was going to go. He's like, you know, when I bury something or when something's buried, you expect it to stay there. And then they have a little face-off for a while. There's some clear tension. Vane's got his sword oh, in his hand. like Clenching it. Yeah. 
eye to eye, like, how is this going to go, bro? Like, yeah. what's about to happen? And then... Blackbird comes, in, comes in for the big bear hug. Comes in for, I thought when he was going in at first, he was going <laughs> to stab, stab. And, then, and then a big hug. I, if I was vain, my heart would have been I racing. But I loved it. I mean, again, going back to how he mm-hmm. can command any, any scene he's in, he commands the space. And that, I think, is not only Ray Stevenson as an actor, but Blackbeard as that character. character. That's what he's supposed to, you know, mm-hmm. be like. And, um, and I think... He's just so good as that mentor kind of uh, fatherly figure almost. But at the same time, you know that at any given second, he could turn around and like just like annihilate everyone. The other cool thing about Blackbeard that we really saw about his character this episode is that Blackbeard is a pirate through and through. Mm -hmm. He is not about trying to like civilize piracy, civilize Nassau. He thinks that is a huge mistake. He thinks the reason Nassau is in ruin right now is because the men got comfortable. They got rich and they got comfortable. They got soft. And he had this whole awesome speech about strife and how strife is what drives a man to do the things necessary. That you're a pirate when your back's against the wall Mm -hmm. and you have nothing to lose and then you fight like a madman. Yeah. I loved his speech and stuff but he just reminded me this entire episode of like a dad that's just always reminiscing on the past. Well, like, well, back in my day, this is what we <laughs> yeah. used to do. And I don't know what, what you guys just come up and ask if you can be a part of my team. Back when we were here, we had a yeah. fight for it. It was just a little, I but don't know. But Nassau's not in a good spot. Yeah, so, I know. It annoyed me. I don't know. He annoyed me with Cause that. Because he was, because back in the day, yeah, he was just, that. Like, he was the king of the island. He was. That everyone listened I'm to. I'm the and king of the island. Like, he's not really anymore. What have you that's little shits thing. done with. With my absence, mm-hmm. nothing. I leave for a crap. few years, and you guys get you married, made a hunk of gold. I, nine I get married eight more times, and you f it up, turn it what to crap. Hell? <laughs> but you Back see, in just day. in those two guys, yeah. when he's like, oh, "You guys, normally you would fight to the death. You know, one of you would they be left it. standing, and that guy comes back." Well, no, I think but he a, also looks and laughs at him, sort of, just like pats him, like, "Okay, bud, you didn't no, really but, need to do that." Like, no, I think I think he did. I think he wanted to see that, and I also think Vane. This being his mentor, basically telling him, like, yeah, I'm not impressed with this right now. Vane's, like, thinking, look what I have. Look what we've done. Like, okay, cool, we're going to be buddies. Look, this is, you know, all this stuff. and building things. Blackbeard makes fun of every single thing Uh Vane thinks that he has been, like, has succeeded at. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really going to get to Vane. Yeah, he's trying to have to impress him. He's going to have major daddy issues now. It was hopeless. (laughs) And then he meets Rackham, and he's like, oh, God, this man (laughs) with the tiny, silly glasses, you know. This is who you bring in. This is your partner. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, I just I think we're gonna see some really cool stuff. With and Black I think Beard. this is gonna start making Vane maybe not want to be a part of this big like team. Mm-hmm. Vane is oh. gonna want to go a little rogue, okay, go a little maybe. Blackbeard, because Blackbeard's looking that. for the toughest guy to be his partner in this scenario. Yeah. So who is Vane gonna go with? Is he gonna stick with his ally Rackham with all the gold, or is he just gonna say f it and partner with Blackbeard and take <laughs> yeah. the gold because Vane is stronger than Rackham? Yeah. But Rackham and him have always been loyal to each other. Right? What's gonna happen? Exactly. Sharks come in next. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I like they do. Allie, Allie in the chat's like, what I don't understand about the people of Nassau is that they all know the English and Spanish are coming, so shouldn't they be partying less and worrying more? Yes, yeah. Allie. Exactly, right? That's the yeah. issue. That's why they're moving the gold. Hi-ho, or whatever. You know? Dumb Pirates people. Drinking I hate stupid drinking people. Drinking the rum. And, the and rum. Going and... into the brothel. Yeah. Brandon says, where is Captain Hook? Captain Hook is from the, uh, it's, it's from Peter Pan. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, Disney. Owns that the would be fun if we Hook. got some sort of Hook character, though. Like, not, like, 
leg hook, but just a guy with a, a guy hook. with a hook kind and of a peg awesome. leg. <laughs> a little Maybe little Silver. joke. Maybe I don't think Silver. no Captain Hook didn't have a peg leg. Oh no, he didn't. That's John Silver. Yes, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. No, you're right. Hook and a peg leg. A guy with a hook and a guy with a peg leg. I want Captain Jack Sparrow. Where's Johnny Depp? Now. Throw them all in. Just, just Johnny Depp come in. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about before we move into predictions? I think we're good. All right. Let's yeah. do some predictions. Do we have some predictions? Yeah. 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 I've already it. said mine, but I'll reiterate them really quick. Yeah. I know we already we, we went in a bit. Okay. So obviously. Invasion's coming. They all have to band together, but under who? That in our teaser that we saw, I think for sure Blackbeard is gonna step up and be the big leader next week, and that tons of people are gonna run inside with him. Yeah. I mean, that's like a clear, clear. Because well, Flint's so not, not there to keep to keep that's, his uh, yeah. his throne. Yeah, right, exactly. Really. And I think we're gonna Eleanor's presence is going to be known. Yeah. But I think that Eleanor is going to come back and Blackbeard is going to be there. And I think her original plan is to sort of go back and take over Nassau. And I think now she may be a little too scared to do that. She's not sure what's going to come and she may stick with the well, British a little bit more. No, this is what I think. I think that... <laughs> no, that's not no, going to happen. No, this no, is this happen. is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen is as soon as she sees Blackbeard, she's going to be like, oh, crap. Uh, yeah. We can't... Yeah. She knows she can't beat him. And she also knows that uh, to, for him not to kill her, she's going to use her knowledge of the British to side with him. So then she, so he doesn't kill her. So and I think that's okay. what's going to get her to kind of come mm. back into the Blackbeard's going to let her because Vane's going to be pissed about it. Mm. And she's going to be pissed about having to work with Vane. But because Vane's already working with Blackbeard, and Blackbeard's going to want to bring Eleanor in just for um, like knowledge about Wood Rogers. Dun dun dun. Wow, that's very thorough. <laughs> Right on cue. All so intense, and I mean, I mean, we're only in episode two, so like we've ha- seen a lot of great stuff so far. But I think it's just building up to be better and better. Yeah. This season, oh, it's, I, it's so good. It's my favorite Dang. season so far. Most intense, so good. by far. So I'm nice. excited because next week it's like going to be the first episode I've that no, you haven't like, seen, that I haven't right? seen yet. Oh yeah, yeah uh-huh. so. on the same level as yeah, us. I know exactly. Alrighty, folks, that just about does it. We are out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Black Sales After Show. Be sure to tune in every week where we'll discuss everything that happened in each weekly episode. I am Lauren Salon, and you can find me everywhere online at Lauren Salon. That's spelled S-A-L-A-U-N. And go, ladies. And hello. That was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Here today. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't want it to end yet. Know, but uh, Nadine Dallopella, and you can find me all over social media at Nadine, DP, and the number three. Uh, you guys can find me all over uh, the interwebs at Keaton Markey. Thank you so much for watching and uh, tuning in in the chat. And keep the conversation going throughout the rest of the week. Yep. Make sure to like us on iTunes tunes five yeah. stars subscribe and yeah, on subscribe YouTube, all, all that, that fun stuff keeps us, to us keeps our lights on so we really appreciate it <laughs> and uh yeah until next time cool. right. bye guys bye. bye from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire AfterBuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 